This is Sound Ag Advice, a weekly feature provided by NDSU Extension. I'm Bruce Sundin, and today's guest is Dave Franzen, NDSU Extension Soil Science Specialist. We're talking about fertilizing crops in extreme dry conditions. Dave, what kind of questions have you been getting? I've had a lot of questions lately, uh, really in the past month or so, about putting anhydrous ammonia on when the soil is so dry. People are worried that that the soil is not going to be able to hold on to it. Uh, The ammonia is captured by the moisture that's in the soil. And so people consider that in a drought, the soil is drier. And that's true. But even in the worst drought, there's usually about 10% of the soil that's still water. So there is a film of water surrounding the clay particles and, and even in some organic matter that doesn't really go away unless you put the soil in an oven, and we certainly don't have those conditions. So there's no reason not to put on ammonia. The problem last fall in the dry conditions with the soil was very, very cloddy, and that's a different animal altogether because the, there's airspace in between clods, and so the ammonias can come out as a gas. But the spring... Uh, with the freezing and thawing we had and with little moisture we had and the drying, that the, the soil is very fine, very loose. And so as long as the soil is flowing behind the applicator and the depth is four inches or deeper, then a, a farmer is going to be fine. And I would recommend uh, putting the ammonia on with a narrow shank as opposed to, say, a shovel, just because you don't move as much soil that way. You don't disturb it. You don't lose moisture. So... Uh, It's okay to put on anhydrous, just make sure that the soil is flowing behind it. Are there other sources of nitrogen? The other major nitrogen source we have is urea. And uh, a lot of our growers in the drought areas are probably not going to work the ground at all, which is a very good idea, or they're no-till, and so there's stubble or some kind of residue there. And so putting it on on top and and not touching it is, is a good plan. Some growers think that maybe by working it in an inch or so deep with some kind of vertical tillage tool that would improve its safety and mean that you wouldn't have to use a urease inhibitor to stop the ammonia volatilization that happens after you put urea on the surface, but that's, that's not true. Some recent research showed that covering the urea pellets with about an inch of soil resulted in greater loss than just leaving it alone. So the plan should be to apply MBPT, which is the acronym for the active ingredient in uh, the product Agritain. There's lots of products that have MBPT in them at the same use rate as what the Agritain label says. And that should protect the urea totally for 10 days at least. And by that time, there's probably going to be enough rain to work it into the soil or the pellets will still be there and nothing has really happened if it's really, really dry. So that's the plan. The only caveat to that would be uh, to make sure that you're using a legitimate product. There are products on the market that say they have NBPT in them, but they don't even publish the percent NBPT that's in the product. So avoid those. If they're not proud enough to put the percent NBPT on the label, then then you should resist uh, buying and using those products. Really, how challenging is it for producers to make fertilizer decisions during a drought? With the drought and with the psyche of many farmers, uh, they have in their heads that fertilizer rates are based on the yield that you're going to expect, and that's the the wrong way to to look at things. Certainly, our nitrogen recommendations for 
for corn and for sunflowers and for wheat have a plus or minus at the end of it that growers should have discretion to reduce or increase depending on certain conditions and this is perhaps one of those conditions but to drastically reduce the rate of fertilizer that you're putting on is is a mistake in dry conditions it takes far more nutrient per bushel or ton or than it would in a normal year the other consideration is is that most of our farmers are signed up for crop insurance and if you don't use something that resembles the recommended rates of fertilizer that it's possible that they could throw you out of the program because you haven't used accepted agronomic practices so be very careful with cutting back rates too much that would put you at risk for not getting in your insurance thanks dave our guest today has been dave franzen ndsu extension soil science specialist this has been sound ag advice a weekly feature provided by ndsu extension